Welcome to the ASAP Weekly Rocket League Podcast, a show hosted by LeZero, the man of a thousand rants, and Wabbit, the fan favorite. This show details the latest news in the Rocket League scene, esports results, and tips and tricks on how to get better at the game, while sometimes they'll just take a random topic and see where it takes them. Thank you all for listening, and enjoy. Hello and welcome back to the ASAP Weekly Rocket League Podcast, the best Rocket League podcast, the one and only podcast you ever want to listen to, let's be fair, we, we, we know it's the truth. You're not like saying it out loud, but I can see you across the room and I see you nodding, yeah, uh-huh, yeah, best podcast, yeah, I know, I know. But it's me, your boy Cursor, we out here again today with a very special guest um, that I had the wonderful pleasure of meeting while I was out with our local Messi uh, at the LA LAN. And I consider him a close friend. He is a wonderful human being. And, uh, you know, I hope you all give him a, a warm welcome. Let me introduce to you all Mr. Zaka Cross. What's going on, Cross? Hey, what's up, Cursor? How are we doing today? Not too bad, man. Not too bad. I, uh, I definitely may have uh, stayed up a bit too late having a, having a uh, few beverages and playing some some boomer mode with some friends and community members and uh, kind of lost track of time and did not get much sleep. <laughs> I feel so, that. So, I but, was um, uh, out yeah. with my mom last night for what I thought was going to be a two-hour excursion turned into seven hours. Oh, my. And, you know, was it fun? Yeah. Were there beverages involved? Yeah. <laughs> did I sleep very hard last night? Yes. <laughs> Am I mad about it? No. Am Absolutely. I feeling perfect today? Getting there. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Nursing yourself to health, right? Everybody's got it. Cup of coffee, plenty of water, you know. There you I go. already took my Tylenol. We're great. Nice. So uh, I just wanted to sort of give you all a little, a little background here. So Cross um, himself, being the wonderful human he is, uh, is a Rocket League player, content extraordinaire, uh, if I'm not mistaken, a brother, a son, and um, a good friend to a whole lot of people. And uh, I'm sure you have plenty of things you'd love to tell people. So why don't you, um, I mean, if you're up for it, why don't you just uh, just tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are, how you got into the game, what's, you know, what, what makes uh, Cross and his fabulous hair so fabulous? Absolutely, Cursor. Okay, so um, usually whenever I'm streaming, I, I have a quick little intro that I tell people, specifically Raiders, but anybody that's also new to the channel, and I actually have my own intro song, it's pretty cool, it's written to me, written for me um, by a gentleman named Preston who shares the same name, but that's for later. So, <laughs> hello everybody, welcome to the channel, my name is X aka Cross, I go by X, Saka Cross, or whatever you please to call me. Uh, I'm extremely energetic, very optimistic, and anti-toxic, and I hope that you enjoy your stay in my kingdom. Nice. And the funny part about that is that whenever I first started streaming back in August of 2021, mm -hmm. I had just gone through a divorce. I was struggling with my job. Uh, you know, I was going through a severe depressive state. I just got diagnosed with ADHD, so I was getting on new medication for that. And, yeah. you know, life was just in the dumps. Um I've heard a lot of good things about Twitch at that point in time. I've always wanted to stream, so I started to get into more Twitch viewing. 
And the first person that I ever watched was actually Widow. And back oh, then, wow. it was, gosh, what was her name? Was it Widow on Twitch? I think she was Black Widow at the time, if I'm not Black mistaken. Widow, yeah. Like way back when she used to stream off console on Xbox. Yeah. So, well, this was still 2021, late 2021. Oh, so um, this was like last year. So yeah, that's yeah, right. like June. Like actually, about a year ago now. About a year ago, oh. um, <clears throat> she helped me through a ton. Um, oh. A lot of my depression, a lot of my you know negative feelings and bad times, because like I said, I was going through that divorce, yeah. <clears throat> and things were just really tough for me. Um, but my first ever stream was on July second. And it was my younger brother's 18th birthday. I was having a few uh, drinks, you know, not feeling great about myself, not feeling great about life. Things were pretty dark. But my yeah. brother called me up and he goes, hey, what are you up to? I was like, oh, I'm just, you know, having a few drinks, just chilling out by myself. What are you up to? He goes, oh, I just got done at dinner with my friends for my birthday, but I'm not doing anything for the rest of the night. I wanted to spend some time with you. Do you mind, you know, playing some Rocket League with me? And so... At this point in time, I've only gotten my brother to play Rocket League with me a few times. Um, mm -hmm. He's really getting into it currently now. Like he just built his own PC, or my dad bought him a PC for his uh, high school graduation. Nice. So he's getting more into it. Like he's like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, like I'm actually invested now. And nice. yeah. And so at that point in time, though, he was still on Xbox. He wanted to play with me and he said, you know what? And why don't you just, why don't you stream it? I had just gotten enough RAM in my PC to be able to stream properly. I updated my, um, I changed out my CPU from an Intel i5 to a AMD Ryzen 5 3600X, like motherboard wow. BM550 or B550M, all that jazz. Like did all the necessary upgrades I needed to support a stream. And I said, you know what? Let's do it. And I can confidently say that that stream on July 2nd 2021 saved my life wow since then i have done eight plus 24 hour streams which all have gone past 24 hours um <laughs> i have done a 31 day uncapped subathon yeah i uh yeah it's I was trying to get you on for a while, and then I was like, ah, man, still in the subathon. I should let, yeah. should let that run its course. He seems pretty busy right now. <laughs> yeah, I was contacted by a lot of people for a lot of things during that time, and I just finally Bad. had to say, like, hey, I can't until this is over. Give me a couple I, weeks. I can't even, like, what was, that, that's got to be a crazy thing to go through. I can't even imagine, like, like doing it, like, actually doing it full time, like, nonstop for, like, that whole that whole month, like getting up every day, getting on, doing it, right? Yeah. Interacting with your community. I, um, like that must have been an experience, man. Oh my God. It was probably one of the best things I've ever done. Uh, yeah. Truth be told, like I've been married, I'm divorced. Like I, I think that the only thing that will ever pass the feeling of doing the 31 day uncapped subathon is if I ever have kids. Huh? Wow. That is, that's potent. Because for me, streaming isn't just a hobby. Streaming isn't just a job. Streaming isn't just something that I enjoy. It's something that I love. 
it yeah. is my passion. It is my drive to be better day in and day out. Um, it is the biggest reason that I'm still here. And that's actually another thing that I've done is a few different fundraisers and charity streams. But the biggest one was in October last year, or I guess October 31st into November 1st. Um, mm -hmm. I did a 36 hour stream. Wow. In which I raised money for charity for November. And I actually have two of their posters behind me. Um, one of them says, have a convo, save a bro. They're the okay. world's leading organization for men's mental health and men's mental health awareness and prevent and suicide prevention and testicular cancer research and just are an amazing organization. Nice. But I worked with them for this charity event and secured a sponsor that was willing to match 50% of all donations. And at the end of the 36 hours, I wound up raising a grand total of $1,825. Very nice. And that was two months into streaming, which still blows my mind. Yeah, it's like um, you kind of like got a, a running start, so to speak. Yeah, I have um, interacted with the Rocket League community a ton. I have done a lot of networking and communicating. Um, sure. I've gone out of my way to reach other people and, and invest in their streaming and what they're doing because I tell everybody in my community, you know, if you want to start streaming, let me know. I'm more than happy to help you out. Um, I've gone through trials and tribulations and hours of research and, you know, fail after fail after fail to get to the successes that I have. And mm -hmm. at the end of the day, I'm not threatened by anybody else's stream because it shouldn't be. it's not like someone else's success or potential success doesn't take away from my success or my potential success and mine shouldn't take away from theirs. Exactly. Because at the end of the day, the viewers that you have and the viewers that you hold are going to love you for who you are and they're going to want to come back for you. And you know what? If you have a personality or a style that meshes with some one of my regular viewers better than I do, perfect then you two can get along and have a better relationship or a strong bond or whatever have you and that's great that's fantastic <laughs> because streaming isn't you know just numbers to me streaming is healthy mentally supporting it's freeing um it's deep it's a connection yeah. And I think that that's what my community personally thrives on is that during the Uncapped Subathon, you know, we had so many nights where I stayed awake until 4 a.m., 5 a.m., 7 a.m., just talking. Yeah. You know, I would stop playing games at 2 a.m. my time, and we would stay up for the next four or five hours doing, like, karaoke, singing <laughs> um, Sound of Silence by Disturbed, yeah, which yeah. I love. I love singing that song. I feel like I have a great voice for it, to be honest. And <clears throat> we would do that. We would talk about, you know, our emotions. And, and there were so many men specifically that came in. And I would, I would just break down, you know, talking about the deaths of, like, 
my feelings and what I went through with my divorce and yeah. everything that I've been through during my life and, you know, my parenting situation with like my personal parents and how they're divorced and how that affected me and all the things that I've done. And I've been in therapy for two years now and it's helped me out tremendously, yeah. but I would break down and I would, you know, be emotionally vulnerable. And there were so many people that came out and said, Hey, I am bawling my eyes out right now. And I'm a man. Like I've never cried before or I haven't cried since I was a kid. Mm. And you're, you being vulnerable right now and you being so open and transparent and emotional in front of me. Thank you. It's, it's helped me. And to hear that is not only humbling, but it's security almost for myself. Um, it helps me understand and believe that like, Hey, you know, what I'm doing is, is making a difference. And it's another yeah. part of the reason that I don't want to stop. Yeah. A hundred percent. I was sharing that with the boys yesterday. We got a, um, got a little, uh, like anonymous praise from a, a newer listener and it was really heartfelt and it just kind of like, it almost made me tear up a little bit. It's like, Oh man, like, like I, I totally get where you're coming from. It's like, it's so nice to be able to have that sort of impact on somebody to help them to make them feel good about themselves help them get through their day kind of deal you know what i mean like absolutely yeah it's it's empowering for sure it's that it's that uh it's the word i'm looking for here for lack of better term it's like it's it's that verification like yeah this is this is good what i'm doing for myself yeah. and for others like it's it's very yeah i, I love it man absolutely verification verifying yeah it's yeah. extremely verifying yeah. And something else that happened during the Uncapped Subathon is uh, there's a, a gentleman in the community. Excuse me. There's a gentleman in the community. His name is I'm Katz. Mm -hmm. Phenomenal individual. Actually went down to DreamHack in Dallas to the CRL Worlds LAN event. It was super amazing. We can get into that here shortly. And I met him in person for the first time there. But something that he decided to do and that he did during my Uncapped Subathon is he got my logo tattooed on. No way. He has a content creator leg sleeve with, I believe the final number is 48 total wow. content creators on it. Holy heck, that is a lot. Yeah, he's got tattoos everywhere. Oh my gosh. He's got That's so like cool. over a hundred tattoos. Um he's got a giant chest tattoo with two dragons and like it, it's super cool. He's he's an amazing nice. individual though. He's an awesome nice. guy. But he said, Hey, cross. So I'm doing my final spots for my content creator leg tattoo. Mm. And I just wanted you to know, you know, the the other people that I've chosen. So I've got, you know, this person and this person and this person and this person. I was like, oh, dude, that's amazing. That's super cool. I love that for you. Yeah. And he goes, yeah, but I have like one more. And I was hoping that you could let me know your thoughts whenever you wake up tomorrow. And I was like, yeah, sure. Absolutely. He goes, cool. I'm just finishing the design for them. Um, it's Hercules. And I want to know if you 
you know, how you feel about the, the logo. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. Sure. I would love that. You know, I've actually wound up meeting Hercules in LA whenever we were there at the mm. version one watch party. And it was super awesome to meet her. She and I were actually the first people to meet each other at a land event. So for, for those of you listening who don't know, just real quick, Hercules is a um, pretty popular content creator for Dignitas, if I remember correctly. Correct. Uh, I don't know if she's oh. with them still, but yes. Was she, for a period of time. So Yes, at the minimum was. Could still be. I'm not 100% sure. Um, Go on. But yeah, she's super, super an amazing individual. Um, makes really great Rocket League content as well. So check her out. She is on Twitch. She's on TikTok as well. Hercules with a L-Y-S-E at the end. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So <clears throat> met her, had a great time. So I was like, yeah, sure, absolutely. I would love to see the logo. The next day pops around. It shoots me a DM after I wake up. And my OBS usually covers my Discord whenever I'm streaming. Yep. So... I have streamer mode on. I don't get a notification. I don't get a ding. So if somebody says, hey, I DM'd you, that's the only way that I'll really know unless I just check it periodically throughout the day. So I was like, okay, sweet. Yeah, let me just pull it up real quick. This guy shot me a pictures of seven logos that he revamped and personalized and kind of put his own spin on it and like his own meaning and stuff on it. And at the very top left was my logo. It's so wholesome. <laughs> and he said, surprise. What do you think about it? I'm like, oh, I'm tearing up right now thinking about it. <laughs> and I just I just broke on the spot. Um, absolutely broke me on the spot. And there were so many times during the subathon that that it happened that just people showed me love that reaffirmed that what I was doing was good and what I was doing was helpful. And I just hope that other people can find that passion and that drive and get that, you know, reassuring affirmation in whatever they, whatever they pick up, you know, whether that be, you know, you with your podcast or another streamer or someone that's a doctor or someone that's, you know, a plumber, all of which are extremely important. And you have the potential to do so much with your life. Like anybody out there has the potential to do so much with their life. And I'm extremely thankful that I've personally been able to see the kind of impact that I have on people. And crazier still, you and I, like you said, you know, we went to LA together. We stayed in the same Airbnb. It was amazing. We had a great time. Oh, and got to meet a lot of people, man. That was, that was, oh a, my gosh. That so was a great event. Yes. I, I've so been to many fun. esports events in my day, but that, that was a absolutely amazing event. It was so well done. Oh, absolutely. And, I know that we all had seats together, um, my group at least. I think you were in a separate seating area, but I (laughs) kind of wound up ditching them for most of the weekend, not specifically because I didn't like them, because I love them all. They're amazing. I was just so busy meeting other people and making connections and networking, but also just making friends. Yeah. And 
you know, I've made some really great relationships out of the whole thing. For instance, Top Gun 7. Um, yeah. Her and I have become great acquaintances. We have conversations via Discord all the time. We're, we pop in and out of each other's streams. Like, I really enjoy her company. I enjoy the conversations that we have. And that's just one of many friendships that developed through that event and over that, the course of that weekend. Yeah. And if you're listening and you've never been to a LAN event, Oh, you gotta not. go. You gotta go. You gotta go. If you gotta go, if you think that you know maybe it's your social anxiety keeping you back from it, or you know anything besides financials, because financial reasons I completely understand. You know that's that's tough. Yeah. Do what you can, save up. You know, try to get into a solid place with your finances. Mm-hmm. That's understandable. But if it's like you know you you feel like you're gonna be anxious or have anxiety with meeting other people. <clears throat> or maybe you're just not, you know, too social and you're like, oh, well, I don't feel like I'll, I'll make any connections, make any friends. I promise you two things. One, you can always find me if I'm going. I will more than happy. I am more than happy to keep you company, help you, in- help introduce you to people, help you make connections and help you get past that social anxiety. Look at that. And number two, everyone else there is nervous. Everyone there is extremely yep. nervous, but yep. excited. They want to meet other people, but they don't want to feel like a bother. But nobody's a bother. You're at that event to meet other people. And that's the yep. beauty about it. Um, yep. There's a gentleman in the Rocket League community, Twitch community at least, named Chris the Butters. Uh, mm-hmm. I always call him Christ T. Butters, and it's hilarious. It's just a thing. <laughs> and so he was extremely nervous to meet everybody and he had a controller that he wanted to get signed by all these big time uh you know content creators or just names in the community such as jg who sees a twitch mod for sunless con widow nito you know Mm -hmm. the whole gambit you know you name them lethemir hercules all that jazz and he was super nervous to meet everybody and to approach people but he recognized me and knowing me and my personality and how I guess wholesome I am and how approachable I am. He was the first person to come up to me, or I guess I was the first person that he interacted with. And so he came up to me, we had a great conversation. This was actually at that version one watch party that we were at. And he and I had just like great conversations and I helped introduce him to Lethmere there. I introduced him to Hercules Lawler, I believe uh, Chrissy was there and helped him get her signature. I met Waiten, like so many amazing, just amazing, amazing, amazing people. Um, Nito, Ranny, Widow, and my gosh, just, just tons of people. But he was one of the people that kind of hooked onto me and latched onto me and helped me not only help my social anxiety with it because as outgoing as i am taking that first step and breaking that ice is still scary even for me and like i said i'm extremely outgoing and cursor can attest to this yes but very much so still making that first step for some people or to some people for me is still like uh, you know, I don't want to be annoying or I don't want to bother them mm. or like, oh, mm-hmm. they, they're surrounded by people, you know, they look busy, yeah. like I can wait till later. But then if they're by themselves and you're kind of like, oh, well, I don't want to approach them because, you know, maybe this is their only downtime where they've had like privacy. But again, I assure you, 
nobody feels that way at these events you know like yeah everybody there if they need to if they need alone time they'll go to their car or they'll go to the bathroom or they'll go you know elsewhere they'll go off premises they'll go to their hotel they'll go to their airbnb whatever they'll have their alone time i promise yep. you yeah whatever they're done they're done and they can they have full control to leave so while they're there don't be nervous just step up walk into a conversation you know join their their little conversation conversing group of people you know butt in be a part of the fun i mean people are going to be nervous regardless but i i totally get where you're coming from i mean even even at that event i was you know like meeting y'all was nice it was a little more interpersonal because we knew somebody who you know what i mean like we knew someone mutually right um But, like, my first day at the event, aside from the fact uh, that we may have, Bucky and I may have stayed up a little too late and, and uh, you know, partied a little bit. <laughs> 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 had, a, had, a, had a couple drinks. Um, <laughs> that, uh, that, that first day was a little weird. It was, like, a, it was very much a, a, a culture shock, just seeing so many people have interacted throughout the Rocket League community over the last few years. Um, and then some, right. Even more so, uh, right, you know, right. seeing, seeing like personal heroes of mine in the, in the, in the scene, like people I look up to, uh, pro players I've been fan of, or, you know, a fan of like content creators I've been following for years. Like it's just all these people here and it's like, oh my God, it's just a big culture shock. Right. So absolutely. But, um, and I want to point out one thing, uh, from kind of the opposite side of it, someone like Sunless Khan or, or Lethemir. They're huge, right? They get approached probably all the time, even in public, because they're so recognizable. I mean, millions of subscribers between them all, like Musty, same thing, millions of subscribers between all of them. But they're still people at the end of the day, right? Still put on their pants one leg at a time, tie their shoes with shoelaces or Velcro. (laughs) Right. They still go number one and number two, just like you and I. And so at the end of the day, (laughs) making sure that you treat them just like a person is so vitally important. Yeah. Because on one hand, you know, they're approached all the time. And so maybe, you know, after a period of time, whenever they're, you know, waiting in line for a two hour meet and greet, such as Sunless Con did at the LAN event, maybe they're a little peopled out, you know, maybe they're a little like, okay, I'm, yeah. I'm kind of over it. Like, let me go home. Yeah. But also outside of those little meet and greet events, if they're just chilling out, they still are people that have emotions and that probably struggle with the anxiety of like, Hey, you know, I saw this person looking at me and and it looked like they wanted to come over here, but they didn't. Am I not approachable? Like, do I scare them? Am I intimidating? Because they want to meet their fans too. And they want to meet people that know them and recognize them. And recognizing that is probably the realest thing that came out of that winter major for me is just recognizing that these are people too and treating them as such is the best thing that you can do not only for your own anxiety but for theirs too 100 percent, man 100 percent. but before we um before we get way too far off there um <laughs> you want to like, I, I love it i love i love the story about the guy with the tattoo and I, I i totally i'm i'm in this right now you've got me you got me mesmerized but before we get too far and um before we start sort of transitioning into the next topic um like what what got you into rocket league like how'd you get into it how long have you been playing so um 
I've been playing Rocket League since about 2018, and I'd be lying if I said depression. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Sunless Khan <laughs> actually got me into Rocket League. Uh, I think I had a local friend that, like a coworker, an old coworker yep. at the time, yep. that told me like, hey, me and some buddies are going to be having some drinks and playing Rocket League tonight. Would you like to join us? And I was like, I've never played before. I've kind of wanted to get it. I've always been kind of intrigued by it, but sports games really aren't my kind of thing. And he's like, dude, okay, I know it's like soccer, but it's not really like a sports game. Okay, like, just try it out. Just try it out. Me not being too great at any of the regular FPS games that I played at the time. I was mm. like, you know what? Sure. It's $20. I've kind of wanted to get it since before launch. Um, yeah, why not? Let's try it. So I got it. Played it on PlayStation. And I fell in love. I was terrible <laughs> at the game. But everybody is when they start. So it's not a big deal. But I was terrible. But I really, really, really enjoyed my time on it. And I saw steady progress. And I think that's kind of what hooked me. Is I've seen steady progress. I can actually see that the things that I practice do improve my gameplay. This is something that I've never felt before in any game that I've played. I've never been great at like NFL games. I've never been great at you know, 2K basketball games. I've never been good at baseball games. Like, I'm good at sports IRL, but not in in, in a video game form for some reason. You sure. know, I have always just been like a, a really casual gamer. I've been gaming since I was a kid. It was always an escape for me because I felt isolated and alone at home and just had a ton of family issues with divorced parents and all this jazz. You know, we don't have to get into Preach. it. But, Preach. <laughs> but games were my healthy coping mechanism and my yep. healthy escape because there is, I do understand that there's also like an unhealthy level of immersion that you can have with video games. And Very much so. Yep. And I'm thankful that that was never an issue for me. I still got out with my friends. I still played golf. Like I went and was very sociable outside of my home whenever I turned 16. Uh, but I stayed the weekend at my buddy's place pretty much every weekend growing up because it was better than being at home but yeah. you know monday through friday after school i got my homework done i wasn't working whatever games were my my escape nice. and it's crazy to think of like first off how far games have come since ps1 yeah. whenever i was yeah. really really young and yep. that's the first console i ever played on and from the atari which is what my dad grew up on and stuff but anyways you know now we're on <laughs> vr and, and all this stuff like universe, yep. whatever but hey yep. you know yep um it's just so yeah like games have always just been an escape for me and so i saw that steady improvement and i actually felt good at a game and that was crazy to me to be able to feel good about a game like i felt like i played it well and it was nice. not only like but it wasn't a solo player game so i've always been okay at like skyrim and you know fallout and stuff like that right but not a multiplayer game so i was always like okay at call of duty you know there'd be lobbies where i'd drop you know a 30 bomb and go you know two deaths but few and far between because that's <laughs> one of my viewers and mods and good friends that actually stayed in la with us weasel yep uh weasel storm he's such a As cool he, guy oh he's so amazing he's such a great individual uh and he's got a cute little corgi dog just, they make the perfect they make my heart so happy and so, as he once told me whenever I was playing someone in ones on stream, that chat said, holy crap, Cross, are you playing yourself? And I said, what do you mean? 
And then after a couple goals were scored by both of us, I said, guys, I think I'm playing myself. What is this? What's going on? <laughs> and Weasel said, I have it. They are you because they have an extremely high mechanical ceiling, but extremely low consistency. Hmm. And that has been the most hurtful statement. <laughs> yet most accurate thing ever said about me in Rocky League. Oh man. I think I was always the opposite. I was like, I could see too much for my own good, but I lacked mechanics severely. And now it's like now it's kind of flip-flop. Now it's like I'm learning the fire the like finer points of where I'm at to be more aware of specific things on the pitch, but my mechanics are getting like leaps and bounds better. You know, it's like, it's nice. so, yeah. it's, it's so bizarre. It's so bizarre. I, 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 I very much vibe with that. <laughs> like, yeah. And that's the beauty of rocket league, right? Is that you can wake up one day and play the worst rocket oh league of your life. Yeah. Worse than when you first picked up the controller. I mean, it's, it's unbearable sometimes, oh. but then next day, you know, you come back and you're like, all right, you know, I had a break. I went and played, you know, CSGO or Valorant or whatever, <laughs> you know, and you come back and you're peaking. And Sunless Khan actually made a video on this. Uh, oh, I don't remember what it's called specifically, but he talks about like the, I think it's the three stages of Rocket League. Yeah, he goes, he's, yeah, he talks about like the the slump and the comeback and the, yeah, that's, yeah. that is an old video. Oh, yeah. Um, and so... God, I love Sunless Khan and his old videos. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, I love him, period, in all his videos now. And I actually met him and in L.A. He gave me a signed Rocket League collectible car. I remember that. And it, Do you remember that? That meant so much to me. Yeah. Um, that meant so, 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 so much to me because he's just amazing. And we had a really good conversation. Um I actually walked up to his wife after my con my conversation with him and her name is uh Starbasker on Twitter. Yep. And so I walked up to her and I said, "Excuse me, are you the wife of the extremely famous Sunless Kitchen YouTuber?" <laughs> and she died laughing. It was it was perfect. And so That's like funny. her and I had a great conversation. And again, because like she's a person too, and she's just as important as Sunless. And I feel like a lot of people miss that. You know, like they don't, they're like, oh yeah, you're just his partner. But like, I want him. Like, I want to talk to him. I want to know him. <laughs> but like, get to know the other people in their life because it's important, not only to the the other person, but like Sunless Notice too, you know, that's important to them as well. Just like Lethemir and Shannon. I met Shannon at the version one watch party and like we had a phenomenal conversation and now she follows me on Twitter and like we have interactions regularly here and there. Like, oh, I'm, 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 I'm going to stop you here because you, you, you keep spilling yeah, out other people's I lives. Do. This is about cross. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> so, well, I mean, so, also though, these so are like cool little, cool little connections that, that I make. Yeah. Myself. And so like, uh, I got you. I got you. So, yeah. so you, so you have coworkers that got you into it. You tried it, you loved it and you've kind of been with it since. So like, what keeps you going? Like, are you the, are you the competitive grinder? Like, where do you, where do you sit nowadays? Oh my gosh. Uh, champ two and twos. Like I have been the past seven seasons, probably. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Okay. Okay. But I will say, um, 
since about last season, I think, I've so I'm just kind of like a casual Rocket League enjoyer. Mm-hmm. And it's really funny because in my Twitch channel, we have my most used command, which is we throw. With sorry, we throw, we throw, yes, okay, okay. And I think it has over a 300 count now. Uh, and it's not like viewers don't use it often, often, even though they should. I kind of have to remind them, um, because whenever you're just watching and casually enjoying it, like. You know, you're like, ah, cross my stuff. That's funny. But like, I have that command for a reason because I do throw. And so some of my friends have uh, gotten really upset at me because we'll be in like a comp match and we'll be winning and I'll be going back to defense and I'll like look over, read chat because I'm super interactive with my streams, like yep. extremely so. And my ADHD really helps with that. And so I'll be tr- trying to have like a full on blown deep conversation with somebody while also calming in rocket league and it's really comical to see and to do but it's not always great for the comp rocket league side of things so it is not yeah so uh you know i i throw the match a lot we get scored on while i'm reading chat and that's the probably the biggest downfall of my rocket league career but the funny thing (laughs) is is that i'm still enjoying it and i'm just like having a great time but I think what's really changed over the past two seasons is that I'm actually enjoying ones now. Whoa. Which is huge. Like, Whoa. huge. Uh, I have a good buddy named Killa, and he's now on Twitch. It's Killa Break, I believe. Uh, big, bigger, not big, but like getting into YouTube, and he's just an amazing individual. Top 100 in a ones player. Yep. He's actually, he's in our server too. Nice. Yeah, he's an amazing individual. Yeah, supersonic so, legend, pretty pretty good at the game, really funny guy. <laughs> yeah, super hilarious individual. I love him so freaking much. Um, and so him and I play ones quite often together and against each other, and we just kind of have a good time. I've beat him a few times, but it's always because he's just messing around and like trying to score something stupid on me. And then I play serious the whole time, and I kind of like go ham and hard because... I want to win, and also anytime I try something stupid, you know, stupid questions get stupid answers, and then I lose. So, <laughs> so I try to not play stupid against them. I try to play smart, and it's really helped me against like other high level players. Um, there was an event for the um, Carball All Star Weekend, is what it was called, and it was a charity event as well. And I played on a team with Waiten and Thanovic, who are both amazing individuals, enjoyed my time with them. And we played against Hercules, Tiger Queen, and Spuda, and then a guy named Smojo. And we also had a gentleman named, um, oh my gosh, drawing a blank. There was another gentleman on our, on our team, um, but we had a great time with it. Mm-hmm. And whenever I was playing, I actually shut down Spuda a couple times. Oh, man. And it was peak. I was peaking cursor. Peak, man. <laughs> and it was so amazing. Like, it felt phenomenal because yeah. of all the times that I've played against Kill. Yep. And so I recognized a little bit more of, like, a higher level mechanical um, 
tendencies, I would say, for what Spuda was trying to do. And because I've played kill, like I've also figured out, you know, how to 50 better and when to challenge earlier and what it looks like, like what the ball control looks like on someone else's car in front of me mm. and when they're losing it or like what a proper time to challenge is, etc. Yep. And so I attribute a lot of my mechanical and not mechanical, but a lot of my um, game sense to my 1v1s with kill now because it has helped me progressively get better. And I think a few days ago, you wanted to talk about like how our week in Rocket League was, right? Yeah. Yeah. So how's it been lately? Like, it sounds like you've been playing a lot recently. Yeah, I've been playing loads of Rocket League. Um, I kind of took a small break after my subathon because of my subathon. It was a total of 730... 730... Seven hours, mm-hmm. 39 minutes and 38 seconds, I want to say, uh, which mm-hmm. is weird that it was 37, 39, 38. It was a long time. It was a month, 31 days, right? So that was that was like April, though, right? Um, March. Okay. So how, how was it like the last two weeks? And while I played a ton of Rocket League during like probably half my hours of games were Rocket League over that month. Mm-hmm. So I took a small break, came back feeling on fire. My ones, I feel like I'm peak performing right now. Uh, A few days ago on stream, I was not peak performing. I went down. I hit plat three. Oh, my. Div three. Okay. my. Lost my diamond. I've been trying to get champ in ones, but every other game, especially the beginning of the season right now, like every other game has been against like uh, GC seven. (laughs) And I get demolished. Sorry, man. First placement. And I'm like, I know it's your first placement. Go, 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 please. <laughs> but I'm trying to save the replays and like watch them on my own time and get better and yeah. see where I messed up and like what they did better. So if you don't do that, I would recommend doing that. But that lit a fire under me. And then I went 10 games straight of winning. Nice. Uh, I was down one to five. Guy said, easy Brazil. And then I wound up beating him eight to five. Oh my. Um it was really funny. But I was streaming the whole thing and then one guy almost beat me and a second one did beat me and then after the second guy beat me cuz they were like my two closest matches were right as I was approaching 900 MMR. Okay. Uh, which is like it's like diamond. Diamond 2, almost diamond 3ish, something like that. And so Played the, my closest match so far, and then I lost by one uh, in overtime. It was so heartbreaking. And then the next match, I got stomped by a dude named Completely Washed. And at the end of the match, I said, bro, lie to me again. You are cracked, my guy. Chase that bag. <laughs> get those dubs. Go get champ. You got this. And he's like, oh, thanks, man. I've not been feeling great about myself, so I appreciate you. And I'm like, dude, you're, you're on fire. Go, Go get it. Go get it. You got this. So the first guy that beat me, though, wound up coming into my stream and we played again. Like he was like, hey, you want to finish like with a best of three day in your stream? And I was like, yeah, sure. Let's do it. And I wound up beating him, pummeling him the next two games that we played. And he goes, he goes, yeah, I think you got my play style figured out. And I was like, yeah, I think I do. (laughs) (laughs) And so like, yeah, my ones have been feeling really great. My twos is feeling okay. Um, Hmm. 
Mm. I tend to solo queue a lot recently, especially with stream. Um, or I'll play with viewers and do other things like that. But I also have been doing really well in like extra modes. And mm-hmm. so a couple weeks ago we did some, uh, I think like at the very, very end of the season, I finished my snow day placements. Nice. Because <laughs> I had three of 10 and I'll just don't play it often because, you know, viewers don't enjoy it as much or like people don't want to play it. But it's the first yep. game that I ever got champ two in. So that's pretty cool too. Nice. Uh, okay. However long ago that was. But mm. we enjoyed playing it and went on a good winning tear on it. But then yesterday, not yesterday, what was yesterday? Saturday. So Friday, I wound up playing a ton of drop shot with a random guy that I actually love played. drop shot. Oh, so fun. Probably my favorite game mode, honestly. Guess, if I ever I want GC in an extra mode or SSL in an extra mode, it's drop shot for sure. Yep. Although the Ice Titan title is very appealing. But besides the fact, um, so I wound up, I have like six people on my friends list named death, something or another, Mm -hmm. the death skull, the death master, death velocity, death in disguise, like tons of different deaths, peoples in my friends list. Interesting. Wound up inviting the wrong one. Played IGL with this guy a couple IGL seasons ago. Yep. And he still joins. We wind up. I was like, crap, I wanted to play twos with my buddy. But you know what? I already invited him. He's here. He's on voice chat. Let's let's have fun with him. So we wound up all just playing drop shot together. And we won eight of my ten drop shot placements. Nice. Um, I'm still like timing two in drop shot, I guess. Because I haven't I didn't like play too much last season. Mm-hmm. But I think I'm gonna play it a lot more this season because it was feeling great. Like it was just it was just fun. Like I just love Okay. All I mean, let me let me know, man. I'm I solo queued myself up to C three last season out of the pit that I was in. I uh, <laughs> I, I played with a fellow cast member sometime uh, some time ago within the last year, um, and uh, we were just kind of having a, a goofy weekend, and I I kind of I kind of really tanked. <laughs> so I want to say I want to say it was like. Out this time last year and i was sitting i was probably sitting like mid c2 almost c3 in drop shot and uh it was, you know my buddy came and and played he uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna leave the name out for now because <laughs> if you know you know uh because it's know. not it's not meant to call him out or anything um or, or call them out but um <laughs> and we proceeded to go on a very very large loss streak uh, which promptly dropped me out of C2 and down into Plat 1. Um, <laughs> oh! For, like, the last several months, I've been slowly but surely, like, kind of climbing my way back up, whilst, like, also trying to stay on top of my 3s and 2s. Um, I really just don't play my ones as much as I used to. I usually, I usually sit like high D3, low C1-ish area. Um, I just, I just don't care enough to play my, my ones as much as I used to, but, uh, but yeah, I, oh dude, I was killing it last season and then I just did my placements, uh, like a couple days ago with a buddy of mine who's also a pretty decent drop shot. Um, and we were playing with some randos and then eventually we brought in one of his buddies, but the, the games, the games did not go well. I, I think... I think I took a 
like a small loss streak at the end of the last season and dropped out of C3 and went down to like champ one div four, like a game from going back into champ two. Cause right. the rank, the, the ranks for extra modes, once you're that high is like, you lose two games, like you lose a whole, you lose a whole rank. <laughs> like oh my gosh. That's like it's, wild. yeah, it's, it's so, it's so crummy for that. Yeah. For like, for drop shot, it's like the difference between like nine ten and nine fifty MMR is like, is almost like five whole divisions. It's unreal. Like you just you you blast through it so quickly. That's kind of cool though. <clears throat> so uh, yeah, once you get up to like um, a thousand, you're you're sitting pretty. Like like I think it's like nine eighty five, nine ninety. You jump into into champ three, and you're like div two ish. Once you break a thousand, I think. Um, wow. Okay. And I I went I went up to like I don't know like almost 10 30 or something so i was like c3 div 3 at one point i was like so close to getting gc in another mode right like <laughs> right. like yes and it's like the one extra mode title i want more than anything yeah destroyer um and i feel like i feel like drop shot is the hardest extra mode at that high of a level honestly i think it's like it's it's really just people want to clip in that mode more than any other mode that i've ever seen even normies but they just don't know how to play the mode right and they always think it's their turn to go for the ball which drives me insane i would say it drives me up a wall which would be accurate because it's what you do in drop shot but but it's just it's it's so crazy man it's absolutely so like i, I feel you on that like you know it's like you, like there's early early games in the season you always feel like you know you're playing against people you were playing last season but maybe you're not playing well with the team you're you're on or you're not vibing with it like sometimes sometimes you just gotta step away take a second you know and just kind of like or maybe even go back in solo queue because it's nothing against your friends but like i i find personally sometimes when i do play with friends and people have been preaching this in rocket league for forever like oh if you're having a hard time ranking up like play with some buddies and calm together like yeah that, that can work but it can also be a detriment Solo Absolutely. queue teaches you so much about just being aware and respecting your teammates in the pitch, where it's like you, you learn to stop putting yourself before your teammates, and the payout is huge. Oh, absolutely. Right? So, I've, like, I've seen yeah. that with myself and my friends. Not necessarily, yeah. like, I try to be more reserved. I've noticed myself being actually more reserved with my friends. Right. And then maybe my friends are cutting me off more. Because mm. there's less, um, I maybe more trust, but yeah. almost trust, almost to the point of like, almost to the point of like complacency. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, there's more complacency yeah. for sure. That's the perfect yeah. word. You're just you're 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 more comfortable. Ergo, you you just Make tend to do. Mistakes. Yeah, you just tend to just do things. You know. Right. Right. So there's uh, actually a really crazy statistic to support that in a completely related unrelated way most accidents vehicle accidents happen within two miles of your home because you get comfortable and pay less attention okay you get complacent so it's kind of the same thing if you feel comfortable and complacent rock league can make more mistakes you like that get demoed more i guess i like like that (laughs) i feel i feel like a lot of people run through that when they're uh doing placements or playing throughout the the competitive seasons and they're like getting close to where they used to be or mm-hmm. pushing a new high and it's like they just like 
that's exactly what happens. Like you get too comfortable. Like you always, you want to stay uncomfortable. So you're constantly forcing yes. yourself to grow, you know, like absolutely. As soon as you start getting comfortable, you're getting stagnant, like start training something like, go, go practice right. recoveries or something <laughs> like, right. like, just, like, don't, don't, don't be comfortable. Get, get, get more, like, go, go, go look to challenge yourself further. So, and um, I love that you said that because the last thing that I wanted to tell you about my week in rocket league is that mm. I hit probably the nuttiest clip oh, yeah. that I've hit in ages the other day. Um, I was playing with a buddy two V two and the ball bounced off my back left corner. I grabbed the corner boost. It went straight in the air. I follow it. I get one touch. It's high, didn't hit the ceiling, but it's super high. I'm following it. My car mm-hmm. control is beautiful. Arrow lefting the whole time. Get a flip reset. Fling this ball from like midfield ceiling all the way down. Hits the crossbar. The defender misses the read off the crossbar. And I score the goal. Nice. Very nice. And like... Knowing myself, I go for flip resets a lot, but I don't really hit them or I tend to try to use it too quick. So I jump off the ball and then mess the whole thing mm. up or Story of my life, you know, I get three and three fourths wheels on the ball and don't get a flip reset. I, I don't know. I don't <laughs> right. understand. The guy on the other team. Reset, why? <laughs> yes. And then the guy on the other team immediately turns around and gets two wheels on the ball and all of a sudden has the sickest flip reset i've ever seen in my life you know it's, it's it, it makes no sense to me rocket league i don't understand but yeah you know yeah but this is like the best clip i feel like i've ever hit That's uh, cool. not ever but like in a long time and like nice. it would have been nice if it had just gone in but to hit crossbar with a flip reset from down the field yeah was kind of wild to me nice. it's kind of wild and then after like the read the corner read so like i was uncomfortable the whole time oh yeah but it was the best thing that I've done, I feel like. So, yeah, a thousand percent with you. Get uncomfortable. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Never, never settle for less. Get uncomfortable. And especially in comp, like, if you can't hit something or you don't feel like you can hit something, go for it anyways. Because mm. eventually you will be able to hit it. True. Very, very true. As long as you have a lead and you're not, you know, pulling a across signature we throw then you know you're good (laughs) (laughs) or if you're down by five and there's no help back you know whatever sure go for it true i think um to piggyback off yours my i i've also been trying to play a bit more recently i I was super super sick last weekend which sucked i had a fever for like four and a half five days i haven't really played too much rocket league the last few weeks all the way up until the last few days oh sorry i had a big sneeze there (laughs) but Um, but I started getting back into it, you know, the new season coming out, like the gold items, like the cool stuff we got going on now. Um, I was like, you know, yeah, yeah. Like, like, yeah, I got, gotta, gotta jump into the new season. Like really want to touch GC2 this season. So I, I I gotta get back on my grind. You know, I gotta start practicing again. I gotta like try and make time, um, while I have time this summer, you know, to, to put in some, some work before my apprenticeship program starts back up in the fall. And like, I have just no time. Right. So, um, so I started doing some training pack stuff and, you know, it started occurring to me. I feel like, I feel like this happens like, like maybe once every month or two now since, I don't know, 
probably since my first GC, which I think was this past fall, this past winter. Okay. It's like I'm always finding like like small improvements within myself when I'm playing. Like, oh, I've been touching this wrong the whole time, or oh my god, why am I why am I air rolling here? Like, all I got to do is just feather my boost or like all all these small things just keep clicking every so often yes and 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 as i was coming up um for the longest time i used to have it down to a science that roughly every 100 to 200 hours something new about the game would click and i would just i would know it and then i would move on to the next thing but now now i feel like the time has shortened and considering where i'm at it's more like it's not like a uh it's not like a groundbreaking thing that I'm discovering, but the impact it has on me is still the same because it's not that I don't know how to rotate or hit ball hard and hit ball into net. Like it's, it's that I'm finding better ways to do those. You know what I mean? Like, so it's, it's yeah, ultimately absolutely. elevating my gameplay, which is, you know, elevating myself because I feel better playing better. Right. Absolutely. And, um, for me, it's the, the big one I'm starting to notice is that, uh, and <laughs> my my co-host webs um uh just said it to me like la- like this past week he's like you know you're so much better than you think you are like just stop using your head <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like don't overthink it just just hit ball just 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 hit ball chris <laughs> it's like oh sweet so like i've been trying to apply that more and i'm like yeah i do hit some cool stuff and i just posted this clip and uh in discord yesterday where i was just playing a casual match you know we went the whole match tied up one one we get into ot it's like a minute and a half two minutes in and um i did just that like i turned off my brain and i was like you know i got like six thousand hours of rocket league experience across multiple platforms i'm feeling myself today and it's casuals i have nothing to lose let me do this thing so i win a 50 in middle bring it across the field to the right side um and it promptly spills into the corner and the uh goalie has come out received the ball and is driving up into the corner with the ball mm-hmm. and he kind of forces it out towards me as i'm coming up the wall into the corner like where the ramp is and before he can get a follow touch i dunk it I double jump off the wall air roll a little bit wait for it to bounce off the wall read the double tap both defenders who are now in the net jump up to try and like beat me and 50 me and stop the ball one just flies by completely misses the other (laughs) one gets the touch on the ball first but i positioned for this hits the ball into me and throws his momentum into the corner and i dunk him for the overtime goal so i got the i got the ceiling shot double tap dunk and i was like yeah why don't i just turn my brain off more (laughs) (laughs) like why don't i do that like you're so right webs big ups to webs like just turn off brain have have confidence in yourself like go for fun stuff enjoy yourself if you fail try and try again try and try and and i i I felt so good when i hit that shot like it took a second i was like in shock i was like wait did i just yeah, I did. Heck yeah, I just did that. Right. <laughs> like, right. So empowering. So, but yes. slowly but surely, like trying to get back into it where I can. But, but yeah, I think um, I think the next the next thing for me is going to be to to try and master the flip reset. I think I could start doing some really cool stuff if I could just consistently hit flip resets. It, it took me it took me the better part of like two years just to understand and and develop the the muscle memory to even 
do good enough aerials to put myself in a position to attempt to flip reset. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So, absolutely. Been um, there. But, but now it's like, eh, okay, I can get resets, but now how do I use the reset? You know what I mean? So Right, exactly. That, so, Using them so, is huge. And yeah. I've actually been getting way better at it too recently as well for flip resets. Because for the longest time, my brain understood I need to boost into the ball, right? Like, yep. like boost, but then like position my, like boost, have the speed to get into the ball with my car. Yep. But not boost into it because you can't boost straight from your the top of your car. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't boost while trying to hit I I understand what's going on in my brain. So like my <laughs> hands didn't get it though. Okay. My yeah. hands just didn't my hands were not on the same wavelength as my brain. And mm-hmm. so my hands are like, oh, cool. Yeah, I've got speed. I'm going into the ball. I'm boosting up to it. Now I move my my hood forward so that my, you know, the underside of my car is facing the ball. And then all of a sudden, oh, I'm boosting again. And now I'm past <laughs> the ball because my hands are like, you need more speed. <laughs> <laughs> so so it was super <laughs> Yes, my hands are like, wah, wah, wah. Uh, or I wouldn't like. I'd be like, oh, I can boost a little bit more before I get to the ball so I can get better mm-hmm. touch on it and get more, more like height and speed. Right. So I would um, hit my hood or my front two wheels on the ball and then not get anything. And then I would just screw the touch up. Um, <laughs> so like part of me was wanting to go for just an air dribble. Then part of me was like, no, get a flip reset. And then part of me was like, you can do neither. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the usual one that one was the third third one. Oh my but i'm getting better at it i'm getting better i finally kind of understood a few things um i was doing a 24 hour stream wound up going for 26 and a half hours and 25 or 26 hours i think and 25 and a half hours into it i hit a free play clip after i had a brazilian freestyler named sonica rl mm. in my stream great friend of mine he was teaching me kind of a little bit of the freestyle mechanics and stuff on in terms of like going for a flip resetter in terms of following it off the wall and how to get the better touch and such and whatnot. Mm. Um, I hit a flip reset musty. Nice. And it went, I think one bounce bottom left corner of the net, but still like running off of uh, being awake 25 and a half plus hours streaming the, the whole time. That felt great. And those are the highs, the mechanical highs that I have that I keep chasing. Yeah. And then I didn't hit another flip reset for three hours of gameplay after that. I got off shortly after, <laughs> but then the next two hours, the next day or whatever, I, yeah. Oh, uh, gotcha. Is low consistency. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm super excited for the season. Like in terms of Rocket League season itself, this is definitely my favorite. I love the gold painted items. I think they've been needed as an addition. I love the cosmetics yeah. that they have this season. It mm-hmm. feels prestigious. It feels good. It feels like a tier one esport level. Oh, but we got we got art. someone in the community who's going to get a, a huge, huge. Uh, we we've been snubbing him because he doesn't he doesn't believe that it's truly a tier one esport. And in the last several episodes, we keep running into it, and we're like, you know, only a tier one sport would do something like that. <laughs> like, <laughs> so it's like, 
we've been we've been having but we, we we had like good intellectual conversation about it but like i feel like it's been the long-running joke for like the last several episodes <laughs> like, that is so funny i'm happy to contribute know. Heck and yes. to whoever you are, you anonymous fan. Relentless. Uh, AKA Tim. I love you. Tim, <laughs> I love you. Keep striving to believe otherwise. Find <laughs> find small things that matter to you about why it's not a tier one esport. So that Rocket League can keep improving upon yeah. itself and truly hit the tier one super science oh form that you believe Rocket League doesn't deserve. Um, well, I don't think he, he doesn't say it doesn't deserve it. I think he wants it to be there. He just doesn't agree that it is there. You know what I mean? I, you know what, though? Still, I, 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 I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Because the moment that we stop criticizing what could be better and the moment that we get content is the moment that we get demoed. So complacency yep. is demoed. Yep. And I don't want to yep. get demoed. Yep. True. So if you're the one fan out there that thinks Rocket League is not a tier one eSport, then whatever is above tier one, I commend you for believing in it. Mm-hmm. Okay, fair enough. Weird. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh, I just wanted to briefly touch on. Um, you went to Worlds, right? We were trying to record that weekend, and you got somebody, some super awesome, nice person hooked you up with tickets, and you got to go. What, what, what was that like? Yeah, man? That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I went to event of its kind. Like that is the first CRL Worlds event that's ever happened. It was, yeah. Wow, There's, I didn't know that part. Okay, so yeah, it's, I it's went the to first Dream time Hat. that it's the first time that Europe's had a, a collegiate circuit like that, and that they've come over and had a world championship against the North American teams. CRL wow. used to be strictly North America. Okay, wow, that's amazing. So, yeah. so it's a it's a pretty profound thing, <laughs> right? So, I live in Oklahoma City, and Dallas is where World CRL World slash DreamHack was being held. And it's only a three, three and a half hour drive for me, for me to get down to Dallas. Um, Katz, who I was telling you about earlier, who got the tattoo of my logo, yep. wound up finding a, a buddy that won tickets for free, but then something came up with his family and he could no longer go. Oh, it's a bummer. He asked his immediate friend group, like, hey, it is a bummer. It sucks for him. Uh, I felt really bad, but it worked out for me really well because he asked his friend group, hey, Y'all know anybody that can go to DreamHack that's been wanting to go? And Katz immediately suggested me and said, look, this guy lives three hours away. He can be here. He wants to come. And I think he deserves a ticket. So he DMs me and he goes, hey, I heard through a friend that you might be able to attend DreamHack, but you don't have a ticket. And I have one that I can give you if you're able to attend. And I was like, oh, my God, hold on. Let me call somebody and make sure I have a place to stay. And then I'll get back to you. So I call my buddy, Tony. Hey, Tony. Hey, Tony, I'll stay on your couch this weekend. And he goes, all right, let me ask the wife. He asks his wife. <laughs> Depressed moon princess. He goes, hey, your wife, I know you're the boss. Can Cross stay on our couch this weekend? And she goes, yeah, he can. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, baby. So I call, I, I hit my guy back on the DMs and Twitter. Nice. I'm like, okay, listen, I have a place to stay. Let's do it. So he gives me the ticket info. I get it. I redeem it. We're great. I was like, heck yes, dude. I've got a place to stay. I've got like, oh my gosh, I've got like a, a you know a little bit of extra money for whatever I want to get down there and like food and drinks, whatever. Yep. 
And so I attended DreamHack CRL Worlds for free. It was great. It was an amazing time. Um, once That's again, so cool. met up with Herc there. It was super yep. fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, met Cats, met Pads, met... Uh, pads is really cool. I'm jealous oh, of you. Pads is a super awesome individual. Oh my God. Loved them so much. We got to all play games together. And I'll tell you what. We played a lot of Rocket League. Nine ping minimum. Yeah. Uh, or I guess maximum. I, yeah, nine ping maximum the whole time. um we played a five stack on valorant two ping on texas servers two that 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 makes me jealous everyone that we played against were like hey yo are y'all hacking y'all living in the servers question mark how are y'all all all on two ping somebody dropped to one at one point yeah it felt like cheating it was really fun um but they had like a free play land station there um, because it's stream hack. They had the build your own computer, bring build, bring your own computer, which I didn't know about period at all, by the way. I, I was so clueless on what dream hack was. Um, yeah. But then they had like CSGO worlds there as well. They had um, a women's only CSGO, which was amazing to watch. I actually watched that just as much as the CRL stuff, but then they had CRL and it was super awesome to be able to watch CRL and cheer. And like, it was, it was the same feeling as if being at the winter major, just a little bit smaller. Yeah. But still just as hype, just as energetic, amazing. And it was actually kind of more intimate because we were legitimately like front row was maybe 10 feet from the players. Mm. Wow. And so, there was casting, there was commentators, there was, you know, the stage, uh, there was a motionless and white concert Saturday night. Oh, cool. Okay. That was amazing to watch. I've never heard of the band before, but then nice. I listened to them and like really, really enjoyed it. Uh, scared the heck out of my, my group that I was with because you know me, <laughs> I've got super long luscious curls. True. I wound up taking my headband off my hairband off because i think i had it in a bun at the time mm. and i headbanged nice pretty hard Heck but like yeah. full flown hair hitting back hitting stomach hitting back hitting so like like yeah. big wavy hair i i got done and i looked to my left because i like pushed hercules out of the way just a little bit i was like hold on I got a headbang. I like, not like for sure, but like I gently like nudge to the side so I could have room. And I get run and I whip my hair back and I'm like, ah, that was needed. And I look at her and she's just like, (laughs) someone just killed someone in front of her, scared to death. Like she just saw a ghost. Like it was the funniest thing I think I've, I saw that weekend, period. It was the funniest thing I saw that weekend. Um, But it was a great time. Like, CRO Worlds, being able to watch it, watching the finals. um, There was, you know, Sunless Con there that I got to meet and talk with again. And that was super cool. He remembered me. Um, Got another picture with Widow and uh, Mitz and, like, met all these different people and these collegiate players. And just, uh, I actually, so my favorite organization is Space Station Gaming. And I met Mm -hmm. SSG Scribs. Um... Scribs, yeah, yeah, Scribs, I believe. Uh, SSG Scribs, he's a editor for SSG, and he gave ah. me an SSG logo keycap. Oh, that's cool, and it was amazing. And so, that's like, cool. just the whole weekend itself, the vibes were immaculate. 
Uh, I rode a mechanical bull for 36 seconds. That was pretty good. <laughs> that was really an experience. Cool. I've never done that before, and I'm from southeastern Oklahoma. Yeah. In which we hold rodeos all the time. But I've ever, never actually <laughs> ridden a bull or anything. Uh, yeah. I used to ride horses, but it was an experience. Like, the whole thing was just amazing. And seeing, like, gamers all around. There was a content creator station. Um, mm. There was, like, some mental health things there was just a bunch of like cosplay things there was like just the whole thing was just an amazing weekend an amazing event 10 out of 10 want to go to the next one um i'm excited personally i don't know if you're going i think you're going but i'm excited for worlds yeah. in dallas yeah I'm yeah Mess- messy and i so, are going so stoked for worlds and i'm definitely going to meet up with you guys again um Heck yeah i'm i don't know if you met law do you remember law from la he was the, was he the was he uh the mod for JG Seven? No, no, that was Chris. Uh, okay. He was the guy at the version one watch party that I had wasn't the stormtrooper helmet. Oh, dang it! You're right. Yeah. Well, he you had a storm picked, you guys helmet. picked me and Blur up later, so yeah, we did. We picked you up after. Yep. So he had um a stormtrooper rocket league themed helmet that he got signed by everybody. I did. And that was all over Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. That was so really that cool. Guy, so I'll be staying with him in, in Dallas. Nice. Okay. Yeah, so super, super excited for it. The whole thing was amazing. CRL Worlds was not Worlds, or not Winter Major experience, but just mm. as good. That's awesome. It's like comparing like, like an orange and an apple or like a, a green apple and a red apple, like they're not the they, same, but they are the same. Well, I mean, red oh, apples yeah. are better, but, you know. <laughs> I like green apples better. So I think this is perfect. This is the perfect point. So, like, you know, one might have enjoyed DreamHack, CRL, Worlds more. One might have enjoyed the Winter Major more. Because Winter Major was a little bit more intimate for Rocket League specifically. Yeah. But still being able to be surrounded by just a group of gamers that all enjoy passionate gaming for CRL Worlds and DreamHack was amazing. Um, definitely a really, really cool experience. And again, I will reiterate this one more time. If you are listening and you ever want to go to a LAN event, even if it's a small local LAN event near you, go, go find a way past your anxiety, grab your mom or your dad or your sibling or a friend, like anybody that you can get to go with you. That's going to help you with your anxiety and your social, like, a coworker, <laughs> yeah, a coworker, dude, do it. A grandparent, yeah. like anybody, like, and anybody. Just go. Grab somebody that's going to help yeah. you be emotionally grounded and socially calm or less anxious, and go because it is worth every single minute and every yeah. single dime. Definitely, two of the best experiences that I've had was the Winter Major and DreamHack, and I'm blessed to have gone to both of them, and I'm super excited and blessed to be able to go to Worlds here in i believe august yeah so yeah i i i don't know that i can really talk on it too much more than that like it was just <laughs> a 10 out of 10 experience being able to meet collegiate players and see these people compete at such a high level and such young ages was Dude, i was i was just like rocket league yeah uh, not only was i a little bit jealous but like it was just so heartwarming that i like I look on Twitter that weekend. It was like Saturday, and like mm-hmm. 
It's just a picture of I think it's like uh, you, Pads, Corey, and somebody else from the QRLS community that I'm also in. Yeah, like just a bunch of really awesome people. Like Pads, she's insane at the game. She's oh absolutely God, yeah. insane at the game. Absolutely. And I'm like sitting there, just like y'all are just like gaming next to each other. There's just like rows and rows of PCs. Like, oh yeah, Freya. It was Freya. Freya, that's who it was. Yeah. And like, and part of me was just like, oh, I wish I could be there. <laughs> like, yes, like man, cool. like a bunch of really awesome people over at QRLS for sure. Really, really nice people. Oh, absolutely. Um, Love that community as well. Um, but like, yeah, that's right. Cause you're, uh, if I'm not mistaken, you're, a, um, LGBTQI plus ally, right? Correct. So, yep. Yep. Um, and I do have that tag on my Twitch channel. Um, I've been targeted with LGBTQI plus hate countless times and especially during that subathon. Um, I bet. but at the end of the day, personally, I actually find it funny that I'm targeted because one, I'm just an ally, which is still huge, right? Like, Sure, sure, sure. I encourage everybody to be an ally. You should be an ally at the minimum. Um, but I, of all people, was being targeted. And like I've <laughs> said this multiple very times. Very bizarre. <laughs> right. Like I've said this multiple times, but like <clears throat> extremely wholesome. Very. Um, You're huggable. I'm huggable. I'm wholesome. Like <laughs> I'm anti-toxic. Uh. But. I'm also unbothered. And so these people target <laughs> me and like follow bot me or chat bot me. And I am thankful to know like quick tricks to be able to like counteract it. Yeah. Very minimal FaceTime for them. Yep. But then it doesn't bother me. I'm just like, okay, cool. So then we just ignore it until it's done. <laughs> and And I'm like, you know, you could definitely spend your time hurting someone, like legitimately making someone stay bad. Yeah. And so I'm kind of thankful that I've been targeted because every time that I'm targeted, it's someone else that's not being targeted at that time. Yep. And that's okay with me. So Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Such is such is life. You take such is life. You take what but... you can when you can and where you can and you eat your meat with a grain of salt and go about your day. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So but... But it's, I'm really glad to hear you had a, a good time at Worlds. It sounds like it was a banger event. I only got to see so much of it because of work myself. Um, but, right. you know, people people were genuinely curious, like, considering these are the first two events back that fans can be at and interacting with people, how they were handling things. And uh, oh, it's, yeah. it's, good, it's good to see that, like, Psionics Epic are, are really pushing the envelope and, and kind of, like, getting things moving again, getting back on the horse, so to speak, and, and putting out these events and, Getting tickets out there, <sighs> Fraudmaster. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I will well, say, uh, in, terms of, like, production, so. in terms of of organization and, and how the event went down, yeah. definitely a 10 out of 10. Nice. Don't really know what else they could have done better. Like, I, I really have no criticism for either Winter Major or CRL Worlds. Both Winter Major was so good. Pretty much flawless events, in my opinion. Um, the only thing about Sierra Worlds that really broke my heart mm. is Jay did not get to compete on Sunday in the finals because we, yeah, of we, COVID. Yeah, we talked about that on, uh, I think it was either last week's episode or the week before. It was, it was very sad. Yeah, that very, broke very my sad. heart. And I've been wanting to meet him because I've actually had interactions with him. Uh, I was a social media manager for Prestige Esports for a th three month period. Oh, okay. I believe. 
and interacted mm-hmm. with Jay Plenty. Like he's a great individual, great guy. I love him to death. Mm-hmm. And so I was really looking forward to meeting him and I didn't get my opportunity because he came down with COVID Sunday. Um, cause I was waiting till Sunday to meet him. I knew he had a lot going on and I didn't want to bother him. And again, that's, you know, that's on me. Like I said earlier, approach them yeah. whenever yeah. you get the chance, because then you might've got COVID. <laughs> also though, I could have got COVID. But, but like, you know, uh, you know, two sides of that. I could have got COVID, so I'm glad I didn't, yeah. but also at the same time, like I didn't get to meet him because of unfortunate circumstances. And you never know yeah. when that'll happen to you. So just take that time true. into it. Do what you you got to manifest that stuff, brother. You got to manifest it. it. You got to take manifest. your shot, make plans. You know what I mean? You got to yeah. manifest it. So, yeah. As uh, as all great coaches say, you miss 100% of shots that you don't take. That's true. It's very, that's very true. true. And uh, speaking of shots, I think uh, we're going to start winding down our, our, our show here and, and sort of shoot a shot out here to the community with a little bit of homework that you and I had, uh, had discussed a bit earlier today that I think would be would be good for people. Um, so your homework this week, in lieu of Lazero being here, should you choose to accept it, is going to be putting down your phone before you go to bed. Don't sit there and get lost in the sauce on social media or whatever little phone game you're on. Like if you want to take a little bit of time before you go to bed, sit there, get it out, spend a little time. But once that time is up, put it away. Go through your little evening routine, brush your teeth, whatever, lay down, and go to bed. <laughs> Stop sitting on your phone, put it away. <laughs> like, do not be a slave to your phone. Don't do it. It's very easy. It's very easy to, and I'm, I'm sure uh, uh, several of our listeners, you know, Tim, Frank, uh, you know, Pawn, you, you know where I'm coming from with this, right? Like, we don't want our kids to be slaves to it, and we should also hold ourselves accountable and make sure that we're not also falling into the trend that is staring at our screens all the time, unless it's to play Rocket League, in which case it's justified. So, <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, no, I thought I, th- I thought we had a really solid episode. It was re- it's really nice to to be able to bring someone on who who also shares the enthusiasm for the importance of mental health. Like when we brought on Isaac, who's the um, uh, Sport, how's it go again? I forget his, it's a big official title, but like is his, the uh, uh, mental sports specialist for Kansas City Pioneers. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yep. And um, he's off, I believe is what he goes yep. by. Yep. Yeah, I got a picture with him in LA. <clears throat> great individual. And uh, I want to say, yeah, it's like a, the esports mental psychologist or psych something yeah, like psychologist that. or something like that. Yeah, it's like a like a sports performance psychologist, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I always get the title mixed up, and I apologize if you're if you're listening, Prof. My bad, dude. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but it's 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 nice to be able to to talk with a fellow you know passionate Rocket Leaguer friend um who 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 shares just just how important that stuff is, and I think this week's homework kind of reflects that is. You know, don't uh, don't get lost in your screen. You know, take care of yourself because you know if you're suffering because you're not getting good sleep or you're you know just mindlessly tapping away, you're not really dealing with the issue that's at hand or you know taking care of yourself. You're just kind of you know disappearing for a while mentally, which we all need to do. But again, the homework is going to be to discipline yourself so that you're not doing it for like four hours before you go to sleep or keeping yourself up too late. So, Right. And it's better uh, for your mental health. It's good for, you know, 
getting to sleep quicker, letting your brain wind down easier on your eyes because you're not having this bright light and the darkness on them that, you know, for however yep. long straining yourself. Like, yep. hundred percent. I've been so. doing this the past couple of days and it's, it's been a really good change in my life. You know, as soon yeah. as I put my phone down, as soon as I'm ready for bed, my phone's on my nightstand and I lay down and I don't touch it until the morning when my alarm goes off and it has been so beneficial. And I hope that you guys accept this homework and that y'all kick its butt and that you benefit from it. Heck yeah. So, and with that, we also want to make sure that we thank our patrons here at the end of the show today. Um, if you do subscribe to our Patreon, we do have our little pre-shows, the Rob and Kyle show, um, as well as a multitude of other content on there at your disposal to listen to at your leisure. Um, and I'm pretty sure, if I'm not mistaken, you still get to listen to it early over on the Patreon whenever we put out new episodes. So we have like the the $1, the $5, $10 tier, the $10 being the roll call tier, which we're calling out now, which is, where's my little list? Uh, awesomeness, Sea of the Bass, Paint, Old Moose Clorox, Raz, and Space Bear. We thank you guys so, so much for your continued support. And ultimately, at the end of the day, you don't have to contribute to us financially, but if you want to tell your friends, your dog, your grandma, your co-workers, your ex-girlfriend about us, by all means, let them know. Put the word out. You know, Feel free to add us on Twitter. Come jump into our Discord. Talk to us. Ask questions. More than willing to do what we can to help you guys out with the game, or if you just want to chat about it, or you know, whatever. We're here. You know, Reach out. But with that being said, Thank you so, so much, Cross, for being a fantastic guest on the show today. And uh, and I think uh, with that, we will see you all in the next one. Bye.